It's episode 27, Warwick Kappa. Okay. You're going to get ready for the chorus here, mate? I didn't know the button was plugged in. Shit. Here we go. I got coming. Gonna fly. Ready, Warwick? Let's go. I only take what's mine. Take MKO and Paul and David. I've turned that mic down a little bit. Take him high. (laughs) And what about the new TV, mate? The new TV is fantastic. You can't get any fuck all stages, but at least the picture looks nice. That's true. All we can get is YouTube. But doesn't matter, we'll get there, mate. We'll get there. How's the week been, all right? Modern technology. Uh, welcome to episode 27 of the T-Wiz podcast. I'm Tony Marks. And I'm Wizard Cabra in case you've been living in Kuwait. <laughs> and we've got a special guest tonight. KO's back in town. KO Marvelous for part two. And the beautiful cousins made an appearance. First time in four months. Let's welcome Paul. Welcome, Paul. All the way from the... From... Just out of the city. Just out of the city. We, we won't divulge addresses, mate. We're too famous for that, aren't we, mate? <laughs> <laughs> and we've got David, the second best bodyguard in Australia. We've got, uh, we've got Cousin David. <laughs> cousin David in the room again, as as always. Yes. He's only missed two shows out yes. of 27. Yep. So that's pretty good. Uh, we've got uh, Nicky D. Yep, he's done a good job on the TV tonight. Um, so he gets a tick. He gets a tick. He gets a free beer for that. You get a free beer, Nicky D. <laughs> his hair just fell off. Or <laughs> he's got, got his YouTube, nothing else, but it's a good start. There you go. At least um, the fucking TV won't fall off because Dave's put some screws in there, mate. I can hold a fucking semi semi trailer. Those <laughs> <laughs> screws. So what, what, what happened? To the, so you got a you got a big. How, how big is that thing? Sixty-five. <laughs> Three inches from the ground, right? Yeah. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Oof. Boom. Hey, is that what Lord Jake has held before? That was good. I can't remember it. The uh, yeah. Can you give us limelight? Can you, yeah, can you whisper yeah. it for me? Okay. So. Uh, hey, did you hear about the gay whale? Bit of a bit of the end of the submarine and sucked out all the semen. Boom! There you go. How's that one, Paulie? Hey, guys, boom! Fucking can't beat that professionalism. We yeah. are unscripted. You're beauty. We are unscripted. So you got a big brand new TV up on the wall of the Kappa Cave as we start to expand our production capabilities. Yes, you must thank uh, Harvey Norman. Really? And what suburb was that, Nick? <laughs> None of Wadding. None of Wadding. Get out and see me, old mate. But the best to go there. 20,000 items down there. What was his name? I don't know. I'm fucked if I know. But it was a fucking good shop, mate. Good shop. What was his name, Nick? You know, mate? Starts with T. Starts with T. Just go down there and ask for somebody that Terry. starts with T. Terry. Was it T? So uh, how, how big is that TV no, up on the wall? Oh, we got 55. It's too small, so we changed it over. So you changed it over. Was that before you tried to put it on the wall or after? Um, before. Okay. Unless it started bitching like a fucking bitch. That's a bit small. I said, what, the cock or the TV? <laughs> You've got now to stop that list, so I'll break five of your teeth. I said, we'll change it over to 200 bucks. Came back, had to be fucking cracking it. I said, fuck, this TV is starting to really piss me off. Is it? Like I'm, like, like I'm friends with the director. So you got 65 inches up there now? Yep, he changed it straight over, no problems, and straight up tonight. Thanks to David and Nick. Great job, and we're really back in town. We can watch all my favourite videos myself. I have to turn that fan Cousin off, Cousin gets the shits, because I've always watched myself, but that makes me feel good. I've already watched um, <laughs> They're Chip and Easy and Rooms are Great Rates. They're Chip and Easy. <laughs> just like me. Easy. Yes, we, we have. We jumped <laughs> on uh, YouTube. We jumped on YouTube before the show tonight. And Warwick showed us our. Um, what's the bed thing called? Uh, that's called Quick Beds. That's a flight center company, top 10 in Australia. If you get on YouTube and search Quick Beds yeah, it's fucking funny. and have a look at a fantastic commercial Warwick did about 10 years ago. Yeah, it's quickbeds.com. They're cheap and easy, just like me. Was that a real mullet? No, that was a, a few extensions put in. Was it? How funny was it? Mate, you look good. I'm going to tell the fans that they're going to piss themselves, mate. 
And that was my idea with the business card. Instead of pulling a bit of card out and saying, who's that? <laughs> Kappa, or Kappa, I pulled the whole frame out. You pulled the, uh, the number one record. The number one record. Yeah, I only f- take what's mine. And they changed the script for that. It's pretty funny. Hey, uh, last week, Warwick, we had a great show. We had Lisa Edwards and Lindsay West from the Burn City Saints. Yep, so we're going to go and see him in a couple of weeks, Paul. How, how is good it, is, is Lindsay Edwards? Uh, li- Lindsay. <laughs> kiss, kiss, he takes off kiss. How no, good is Lindsay yeah, West, mate? Really good musician. He's a great guy. Lindsay, the singer of the Burn City Saints and the Kiss tribute show, Kiss This. And Lisa, we didn't know it was the real Kiss and the fake Kiss. It was pretty uh, good. He's fantastic. They've got some shows coming up. So go to Burn City Saints on social media and uh, um, you'll have a look at any of their gigs. Yeah, Kiss This. He's in two bands. Quite good. And uh, Lisa Edwards, who's a legend of Australian music, she uh, performed alongside John Farnham in the John Farnham Band. 35 but, years back in singer? Yeah, was some of the, the greatest musicians in the country. And, uh, and wasn't, Lee, a, wasn't her daughter good too? And her daughter, Maddie Edwards-Turner, came on and sung Tina a, Arena a song, part of a Tina Arena song, yeah, I'm in good. Chains. I thought it was just as good as Tina. She is a chip off the old block, isn't very she? Very smooth. Yeah, great talent. Uh, Lisa's going to be a reoccurring guest on the show. She's now a part of the T-Wiz alumni, along with... Uh, Got to hide the vodka for Lisa. She's we, like Ko. It's tequila. She can smash that shit. She likes tequila. tequila. Yeah, she yeah. does. She likes anything that's opened, which I like. It's good fun down here. Uh, tonight we have got for part two of his conversation with us the incredible. That's gonna be good, yeah. Ko Marvelous, who's back in the studio. Uh, we had a long conversation a couple of weeks ago with Ko. Where we, yeah, where we first started um, eight years of age and come through, and now we're looking forward to part two of his yep. life with the recent stuff. Yep. And he just signed up to um, to be a memo with Warwick Kappa. He did. I'm the sponsor, so if you want to book a memo, I mean, book KO on memo, you can book um, number one, first me, and number two, KO. No, we're about the same. And you, book, you just download the app and you can get you can get a phone call and a video for your favourite artist, which is him and me. Yep. Shannon Knowles third now because KO signed up. Now, it's great, great for Father's Day, Mother's Day, birthdays, Cheerios and pump-ups for COVID. People are feeling a bit depressed. Get Caps and KO, get caps and, get caps and KO on the phone. We make it right for you. Mine just came through then, actually. <laughs> that, that was a fucking big plug for uh, what was fucking it? Memo. memo. Jeez. Yeah, Ko's just signed up, Dave. So he's in. Jeez. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, mine. Just came through for two thirty-five. We'll take that in a heartbeat. All right, let's <laughs> <laughs> forget about memo for a sec, guys. How about fucking because, cameo? Because Ko's in the studio tonight. He I know is he's, a, he's come a long way. He's a hip hop artist. He's a producer. He's an actor. He's a mega star. He knows Kim Kardashian, one of his friends, trying to show me up. He's, uh, he's, he's an all-round talent. Uh, he's back in when he was here on episode 25. So go to the platforms. Yes. CKO on episode 25. Hear the first part of his journey. Fantastic Where journey. Where as a, as a kid, he came with his family to Australia. And, when he was seven or eight. And yep. just talk about his, uh, his journey here tonight. We're going to talk a little bit about his... Two, sorry. Yep. His... Uh, Foray into the uh, the music industry and sort of where that's been taking him. And here's our first song. We just played on the new 65 inch, didn't we? we just played his TV songs. We did. We so uh, just getting things turned up. It was really good. We tested out Warwick's Warwick's new television. A uh, couple of things, obviously, like we said, uh, Lisa Edwards, Maddie Edwards, and Lindsay West on last week. We also had a call from your uh, your agent to the stars, Elvi Pasquale. Cash on the night. Elvi, yeah, the plastic bag bag man. The paper. <laughs> The plastic yeah, plastic, um, I mean, yeah, I've got plastic, brands on, plastic, plastic bags on the, on the brain this tonight. You so do, I mean, don't I mean um, paper, paper bags. Bag, yeah, paper yeah. Bag. Cash yeah, on the yeah, night. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Cash on the night. LV Pasquale. He called in. He was hitting Lisa Edwards up. He's trying to get her signed. And uh, 
seems there's a bit of a rivalry between Elvi and Lindsay. Yeah. He um, Kiss This won't sign with him, and so he's going to put together his own Kiss tribute yeah. called Suck This. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I, I said, I'll be a drummer and I'll be in a band called Suck This, which yep. has been happening for the last 37 years. And uh, as you know, Kaya, when you're a bit of a rock star, there's, 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 there's plenty of mouths to go around you. You sign a lot of tits and you get a lot of head jobs. That's all part of <laughs> It's a prerequisite in the Warwick Cabot bands and lifestyle, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, well, Elvi also is running his uh, world famous. Uh, Pseudo Echo tribute band, Prosciutto Echo. Yeah, Prosciutto Echo, yeah. Fucking. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a runoff of Pseudo Echo, isn't it? So any of our listeners that are out there, like we've, we, both Warwick and I uh, know Brian Cannon, but uh, we're going to put a, a formal shout out to Brian. We love Brian. He's about to have come on. We think, Brian, it's time for you to come on the podcast and uh, let's put this rivalry to bed, Prosciutto Echo yeah, and Pseudo Echo. I haven't seen Brian for a couple of years. Really? So I think he's due back. He's got a whole new look now. Yeah. He really does. Looks very... Very yuppie. What'd you say, Nick? He's, he's very he's, he's got funky a fun, town. Funky look. I sung a funky town with him three years ago. Where was that? Here. He wasn't keen. But I said, Brian, if you're in the man cave, you're playing it. Take me to a funky town. <laughs> let's uh, let's move right along from... Uh, you have, has anyone told you you've got a wonderful singing voice, Warren? Thanks, mate. You do? A few times. I've had two number one records. Thanks for saying that. So, Flutter will get you everywhere, Tony yeah, and KO. I know. I made. I believe me. I've been fucking my way to the middle. I know that. <laughs> and here I am. New girlfriend's Lisa Edwards. I heard. Oh, really? She likes a little Tony. Could be not, a chance there. Let's not say little Tony. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should. I <laughs> said, Tony, how big is your cock? He said, three inches from the ground. KO. Gaps goes boom. Maybe I should okay. t- turn the ascension drum snare down. <laughs> hey, is, it, is it? Is it time for a TBC? HBC <laughs> Not TBC no. Is it time for HBC yet? HB You know what it stands for Paul? Happy H- birthday cunty Yeah no it's, we're, not, we're not quite there So in, Hold on a second Oh I want HBC Let's, let's get back on track So the week that, Done Dave HBC Warwick focus <laughs> <laughs> The week that whiz I'm sweating more than a gyps- gypsy with a mortgage uh, right? What have you been up to this week mate? What have, what have you been up to? Oh good this week mate yeah No no Just, uh, what, Oh yeah happened? I did a great show last week David came along where was that? Um, I've got no idea. What was it called again? Korowa. Korowa. Yeah. You know Korowa? It's not, it's not the arsehole <laughs> in the world, but you can see it from there. Yeah, you sure can. Yeah, it was funny, yeah. It's a great view. For- so the big Hall of, Hall of Fame, 100 gold jumper, off the mark. So what, what did you talk about in Korowa? What happened? My favourite subject, myself. Really? Yeah. They, so- sack, they sacked um, Renee Kink. Yeah, Renee Kink. And they because he, he was moving into a house, so he missed out. And I said, where's Swanee and Ricky? They go, nah, we can't get Ricky. He's are his uh, Melbourne balls aren't, aren't real. Did you see the new sports bet ad? <laughs> they actually take the piss out of the uh, the, the football thing. The signing? Yeah. Oh, that's gold. Yeah, they take they take literally you go, the, the current sports bet ad. Really? Somebody turns around and says something about Melbourne Football Club signing footballs and they just go, yeah, maybe we should avoid that. Oh, Ricky right. would love that. Ricky would love that. So Chicken, you know, he's, he, mate, he, he's all over it. He but he's probably care. seen it. He's probably, he's probably got 10% copyright knowing him. But, uh, he's a tidy squeaks, Ricky. He is. But look, the other thing too is is that uh, we didn't talk about it on the show, but there is actually an interesting story behind that whole thing that uh, most people think they know what happened, but uh, we can assure you that uh, you don't. And our mate Chicken, he's, yeah. uh, he's a good guy. and, um, and He's got a couple of shows. I mean, he's all right. We've got a couple of shows coming up, so that'd be good. Well, you normally bring yeah. him just to scare off the kids, Yeah. Right? And we're doing one in Castle Main in two weeks. That's another go- golf club. Really? Phillips, that's going to be good. That's just up um, before Bendigo. Yeah, right. That's in two weeks. Can I get your tickets? On, just get them online. That's in uh, rural Victoria. In yeah, that's, Mel- a, that's in, Friday week. In Australia. For that's our, the first. For our that's, listeners that's in Denmark. To, that's why the sack Pino. Yeah, just sack Pino. 
Yeah. So he's not your fluffer anymore? Nah, I'm supposed to go boxing with him. Bad luck. That's, uh, that's pay, no good. paid job calling, so I've got to go, mate. So uh, anyway, some other things that are coming up. Uh, on the 15th of April, the whole T-Wiz crew, Cousin Dave. What are we doing? Uh, you know, hopefully KO will be there, wasn't Nikki it, D. Wasn't it Cousin Paul? Cousin Paul, they're yeah. all they're all our cousins. Cousin Paul, cousin Dave. <laughs> we're uh, we're all going to be going to the Corner Hotel on Friday the fifteenth, which oh, is Good Friday. It's be big. You better come along, Paul. You're not working, are you? It's only the fourth time they rescheduled. It is our good yes. mates Simon Hosford, Jason Voher, and their crew in the incredible Van Halen tribute Let's show. Fair warning. Prepare for penthouse coming. I've got everyone in the green room. I've got a drink card for all of us. <laughs> I think you've got the drink card. <sighs> Someone's going to pay me back. Someone's going to pay you I back. Can't get, I can't get him out of the Kappa Cave. So if you, uh, if you do want to <laughs> bump into the T-Wiz crew, it's we will all be there in person at the Corner Hotel on Friday the 15th. That's 7.30, 7 o'clock, yeah. Uh, the week before that, we're actually hoping to have the entire band fair warning on for our end of season party for season three. Are we? So uh, that should be a, a great night. But yeah, myself, Warwick, Nikki, I better, D, clean, I better clean the spa for that. that you night. better clean the spa. We're about to get a new one too. We're going to get a 12-seater instead of four. Mm. But they pretty and fit in there. Yeah, right. Not bad at all. And uh, we've got a new segment that's going to be coming up soon. We're going to get our mate Nikki D, the worst production assistant in all the broadcasting, to actually contribute to the show. We're going to have a segment called Picky D. Are we? Where we're going to be basically getting Nick to say... Hey, in... Tony, is that going to be harder to pick than a broken nose? <laughs> oh, here we go. Boom, boom. I'm working the weapons. <laughs> so Picky D, we're going to give Nikki D... 30 seconds or less to explain why somebody should go and see one of the movies that he's seen in that previous week. Okay, Picky so, D. So Picky D is going to have up to 30 seconds of airtime. And at any point you or I, we can basically, we can give him the arse. It's about time he had a big day, Tom. Okay, time's up, man. See, that was, uh, there you go. Picky D will be coming up. You'll be getting great movie reviews. Is he on tonight or was he in a couple of weeks? No, it's, it's in a couple of weeks. Right. It's launching in season four. Sorry, I was a bit premature. That's what? A bit like last night. <laughs> I said, Lisa, take your mask off. She goes, she's not wearing one. I said, fuck, I'm in the wrong house. <laughs> Boom! Oh, <laughs> you got to warn me. you got to warn me. I bought a new vibrator. Put it in the wrong hole. She broke five of teeth out. And guess what happened? What Another happened? thing I must bring up. So I can slip into the sex shop and just try and be by myself during the day. So you just casually just... And this get- asshole took a video of me and then inbox me. Don't throw rubbish yet. Don't go to the sex shop. I said, you go and get yourself, go and get yourself fucked and go and get yourself a job in the council. Mind your own fucking business. So somebody filmed you, <laughs> what, littering? First of all, how do you litter in a sex shop? No, I was in the car. Oh, okay. I was only a tiny bit of paper. I didn't, didn't like on the bin. I was tired. Just ran seven Ks. And I said, you need to get a fucking life, mate. I'm going to break five of your teeth out in a minute. I called him uh, a cocksmack. Cocksmack? So off. Well, there you go. Um, I haven't got Daisy Thomas coming on. I've, I've rang him a couple of times. He's keen. Yeah, yeah. No, well, I need you to give... Uh, we, need da- to, we need a bit more football flair. We do. We've got to get a bit of bit more football flair coming up. Um, we're going to give Daisy a call this week and set All up right. a date. Yep. Um, but uh, what we've got now, Nikki D, you're going to have to uh, get your iPad set up. We've got um, we're going HB. to have your favourite... HBS. HBC. HBDC. HBC. Happy birthday. Right. Cunty. Here we go. Warwick. And then we've got KO coming up, haven't we? And then we've got KO Marbleus coming up. I heard he's coming in 10 minutes. So I've, after a short break. I've mowed the lawn for him too. Did you really? I've mowed the lawn for him. So, okay. Is this our new, a new segment? This is, this is happy. It's been birthday. going for 24 weeks, but I'm going to call it new. 
Okay. Okay. Let's see if I can get me. Let's see if I can destroy the English language once again, like Billy Brownless. This first one's going to have a. This guy's phenomenal. Beautiful. I said that beautiful. This guy is phenomenal. <laughs> I knew I should, have, I should have stayed with the first time. This guy is fucking shit hot. World it. champion grappler and won the ultimate fighting heavyweights in Brazil. Yep, UFC ultimate fighter champion. Yes, yep. also gets cheap party packs. He has fought for the last five years in UFC middleweight division. Yes. <laughs> he now holds the world middleweight title in another global organisation. He certainly does. And training out of the American top team with his good mate Junior Dos Santos in Coconut and Creek, some of Florida. the greatest fighters on this planet. On the planet. He's the friend of the TWIS podcast show. He certainly is. They call him Caro De Sacto De Penis, <laughs> which translates to Shoe Face. Caro De Sapato. Caro De Sapato, which translates to Shoe Face in, in Portuguese. Yeah, Portuguese. Yep. He is Antonio Carlos Jr. Antonio Carlos Jr. Antonio Carlos Jr. Happy birthday, Cante! Antonio Carlos Jr. Happy birthday, mate. Caro Di Sapato. Happy birthday, old friend. Antonio Carlos. Great name. Antonio Carlos Jr. Have a great birthday, mate. Okay, next one. This guy's a broadcasting legend, a bit like Tony. <laughs> and one of the hosts of Rock Up with Ratsanani. He really is. He's been a guest on our show, and we love him. Otherwise known as Arnie. On the show, yeah. It's our great mate, Christopher Smith. Happy birthday, birthday, penis! Christopher Smith, Arnie from Rats and Arnie on Southern FM on Thursdays, 4 to 6. Yep, good Get show. on there and check them out. You can go onto their website and stream the app. It's a great show supporting Melbourne yep. Australian artists. Yeah, yeah stream, stream him and don't forget to stream us too on TWIZ. Stream us. And don't forget there's uh, six jumpers left. I just stole three for the... 100-goal Hall of Fame Mark of the Century jumper is going like hotcakes. It certainly is. Sold two last week, and you can get one. Just email me on whiz 39 Capra Gmail. That's not the right address. And I'll save you one. So, well, it's near a fucking enough. So just go to twizpodcast at gmail.com. But... They're only 1,500, and they're one of 39. We've been doing a lot of plugs and this year. They have been going like hotcakes, mate. <laughs> so we got one more on the happy birthday. I saw one at Corio last week, and I can't, I can't say the name, but I fucking spelled it. Corio Cario. You weren't a cop, were you? I don't know. It was fucking three and a half hours drive. So we've got one more left in the birthday segment. The last one tonight, Tony, is the local tattoo legend. Oh, he is too. Is he as good as my tattoos? I go to um, he's great. Oculus in Northcote. Do Just you? give him a plug. This, yeah, of course. He does good tattoos. He's won 35 awards. Very good. Oculus. Owner of the Pro Ink Tattoos in eastern suburbs of Melbourne. In the North Croydon. Yes. Pro Ink Tattoos. He's been a great mate for Tony's for years. He certainly has. He's a great mate of the show and a great mate of Wizards and... Tony's. We love him. We love him. Adam, Adam Brill, Brill and Mickey ha- D. Happy, happy birthday, Cunty. Happy birthday, Brilly. Thanks, Brilly. Adam Brill, Pro Ink Tattoos. You can find them online. They're in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. Adam and his team are all fantastic artists. Get down there and support some local business. We'll be back in just a moment with the legend. He's come. He's in the house. I'm over the lawn. Look out. The little spotlights are on. I, um... Mate, uh, the it's, man's walked in the house. It's uh, it's episode twenty-seven of the T Wiz podcast, and we have got back for part two. We've got Ko Marvelous in the house. Let's and give him a marvelous. big round of applause, everybody. He's been here for ten minutes, and the place has already, already lived. It's gone up three notches. And Ko is he is marvelous. Believe me, <laughs> he's I'm, marvelous. I'm looking forward to part two. It's going to be fantastic of your life, and he's going to tell us some of his big things he's done. He shared his childhood with us the first 10, 12 years in two weeks ago. That was he fantastic. Did. Yep, that rated really well. So I'm just really looking forward to the last 
five years and up to now. Yeah, what's so happening? Ko, picking up where we left off from a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, where we're we're in Australia. You've been you've been up in Canberra. You got yourself started, and now you're taking the the music and the passion for creating from kind of in your head in the bedroom mm-hmm. out into the world. H- how does that happen? You know what? It's it's all about. You know, everyone talks about that the, the word and the term. You know, is, you know, believing yourself. You know, and that kind of stuff. And and that word gets thrown around very loosely. And and, and the general public, people, they hear that term, believing yourself. But until you actually are thrown into a, a realm and into an, an environment where you are doing something that's very uh, independent, and you are doing it with yourself, that's when you start to understand what that's that what unique, that really means. Something unique. It's like very, that. it's very unique, and and it's yeah. um, it's when you, you you are doing something that other people don't, they can't articulate, they can't relate to because it's it seems so far fetched. So you're 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 doing something that's not textbook. It's not like you know, and I've always said anyone can go to uni and do a degree. Yeah, you're doing something out of the vortex. It's it's you have to create this uh this whole um train of thought and pattern within yourself. It's almost it's almost like it's almost not to speak too highly of, of 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 myself, but it's actually a level of genius because you're doing something that's not taught to you, and and you have to create every little thing within your brain. In music, man, writing, um, so, writing songs within yeah. music, but it's bigger than that because the the music part is the easier part because you've already got that, which yeah. is the creativity. You're rapping, you're writing. That's something that you create within yourself, like you're doing that, right? Yeah. But what it is actually bigger than that is that you're doing all that stuff right you've got the talent you've got the skills you're writing you're doing this you got all that but but it's what's around you that can always block you and stop you from moving further so you have your you know it's, it's, it's the people around you that you look up to the most that love and love and appreciate you but it's those who would love you and appreciate you and who are around you they're the ones that can sometimes distract you from where you're trying to go and the reason why they do that is because what you are trying to do is so they're big and so scared. far-fetched. They're scared of what they are scared. Understand. They're scared. Yeah. And, and sometimes what there's two things here. One, they're scared of you failing. So they think, wow, what this person's trying to do, I don't think he can do it. They're so embar- they get a bit embarrassed. Aren't yeah. they? It's so, 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 so different to make a living out of music. It's not easy. Yeah, they go, they go, they go, I have to step in. They go, I have to step in here and, and give this person advice and say, oh, maybe, you, oh, maybe you think too much or maybe you're dreaming too big, but... The rea- yeah, the, yeah. The, the the reality is it's it's not it's not so that it's it's um and you have to block that out you know and I, and my obstacles that was um like I said to you just then that the music and the writing and the, that that part of my own self is easy but it's the, it's the obstacles that comes around that it's the it's the um the negativity that comes around it's the it's the family it's the friends it's the people around you that you think that are going to give you positive direction but as soon as somebody within your circle who you think is there for you tells you the opposite, yeah. it can always derail you. So that's where the term believing yourself comes Even like in. like you said two weeks ago, okay, I, I thought you heard an interesting point because that was a bit like me too, mm. play, playing football, playing sport for a living. You're doing music and mm. even your parents mm. weren't sure, were they? Mm. Remember that? Exactly. And it, maybe, and maybe touch on that. Exactly. And it's not even about, yeah. and talking from a, a broader perspective, it's not even about, it's not about a specific thing of music. It's music, sport. It's anything that you're doing that's not, that's outside the norm. Yeah. So, I think when you want to talk, if you want to go deep, 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 it, it's 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 the craft and all that is a small thing because once you've got that, that's easy. Yeah. But it's what comes during that journey, 
it's who you are as a person. And with me, I've always been a person that's always been like, I don't care what people think. I don't care what so and so. I'm gonna just do me. You'd be thick-skinned there. Just you got to just fucking yeah. keep pushing. You got to yeah. be like, nah, fuck everyone. I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing. And that's been me since I was since I, since I started. Like you know, I started writing when I was 15. But the beautiful thing about the journey is, and one thing I I kept with myself was I made a promise to myself was that as you progress over the years, as long as you've done something. 12 months before that that that's enough for you to keep going it's enough to keep pushing so you you have an accolade if you've done something in the 12 months it's enough to say hey man you're on the right path so lucky for me i always had that and if you want to go back so when i first started writing poetry um before i knew how to structure songs and put songs together i'll be out freestyling i'll be at underage clubs i'll be out at parties i'll be freestyling people will be like oh fuck, that's pretty cool blah, blah. so those little things that people will say to you be enough to go all right you know, it, you know, it's it's um, it's all right. I'm 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 all good. I, I can keep going. So, yeah. And and then what happens is, as you keep going and you keep achieving these little things, what then happens in your brain is that you start to subconsciously like, you're, you're without even knowing, you're actually manifesting the the vision of where you want to be. So with me, like, yeah, it started off in my bedroom writing lyrics and writing poetry and, and pretending I had a yep. an audience in front of me and having this dream of. Of of having this 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 end result, I know exactly what you mean. You know what mean? I mean? Because I used to do public speaking for a living, mm. and I had to master it. And I thought I like this job, so mm. I just practice at home on the microphone, mm-hmm. time myself for half an hour, mm-hmm. pretend crowd, bit mm-hmm. like yourself, exactly, just to visualise and don't, don't let the crowd upset you. Exactly. Because I twenty thousand shows now, or in Australia, mm-hmm. um, you got to visualise if there's fifty people there or six hundred or thousand, same show. Exactly. You're doing the same delivery. Exactly. And, and if you want to talk deep and go really, really, really into it, it's about it's it's an emotion and a feeling. That's no, true. Yeah. You you sometimes can't you sometimes because then on the day you, you know no one's Nostradamus. You can't uh, you know predict what's going to happen, but as long as you can feel good and as long as you can be proud within yourself, knowing that the journey you're on so far is a good one. Yeah, it's that's enough motivation. Because at the end of the day, the only motivation you're going to have to keep going is pretty much within yourself. You have to build content with yourself yep. to be happy to keep pushing I, I think one of the, the key things about this though is for people that are chasing a dream of any mm. kind mm. is that at some point the obstacles will appear insurmountable mm. whether mm. it's the negativity of people mm. around you mm. or it's the lack of support or the lack of belief mm. and everybody's on your side mm. until you really mm. need it mm. right mm. and then then it's and especially it, in Australia, then it's probably syndrome mm, kicks in. Mm. But the thing is, is that when you find yourself backed into a corner, mm. sort of, you know, mm. maybe even a little desperate, mm. kind of lacking mm. the lacking that belief mm-hmm. and questioning yourself, it's in those darkest places. They're the actual moments that really matter because mm-hmm. if you get through them, that's the difference between you and the people that don't make it. Exactly. Those moments. Right, and, and yes, KO second and, isn't an option. And adding to I like that, that, I like that quote. Many people through my journey in the last fifteen years, you see other artists who are like the same with me coming up. They have this thing in their mind where they give themselves like two years, a year or two, and they yeah. they give up. Yeah, and they go back to their fucking nine to five, whatever job they're doing. The difference between me and them is that I give up too. At a young age, when I dedicated myself to this, I was like, "This is it. There's no other." 
plan B. This is what I'm meant yeah. to do. This is like you feel it in your bones, it's your spirit, your soul. It's a good mindset, isn't it? It's a, it's a, yeah. it's a, it, 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 and I've heard this on other people saying it before, but it's actually very true where it's like, it, 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 um, it, I don't know if the term it succumbs you. It's like, it's a term where it's like you, it, you live it, breathe it. It's, it becomes within your DNA where you kind of, you wake up one day and you're like, this is what I'm meant to do. Yep. You don't have to know the answers. You don't have to know plan B, C and D, but as long as you have that, idea and that thought and well, that emotion there, there, in your head, there is no it all work out blueprint to success there right? is no blueprint that if there is one common factor in success you know obviously you get those those random people mm. that just get kissed on the dick mm. right mm. And yeah but most of it's hard work mm. you'll, but, you'll find but mm. yeah, majority of it is yeah. it comes down to grit because mm. in my field i mean mm. i've worked with the best of the, the biggest ones in the world and um they've all started like me it doesn't just happen overnight. Mm, yep. It's happened like Kay and me mm. and Foggy Guts for 10 years. Mm. The people don't see that. They see overnight success. Mm. A bit like Mick Doing. Mm. It took seven, 10 years to make it. Yep. So, if, it, so if you want to break it down in regards to sports, yeah. they don't see the the hours you put in training. Yeah, they don't see the hours of you eating well. They don't see the hours of you, um, yeah. you, you you're flogging your body and doing these things that um, – other people aren't willing to do. Yeah, they, yeah, they see you know? it thirty years later and go, yeah. "Oh, what's well, so like you, Warwick? Yeah, well, so I can get two hundred forty dollars yeah. a video. So we, yeah, about putting the hard work in. They don't see get up at five a.m. going to train. They don't see yeah. putting the extra training that you didn't have to do for the team and all you for do the is club. Get, and all you do is get right? three dollars in the thirds, and you're still training the same. And Look, um, I think for anybody yeah. that's sort of going down this path, mm, there, there's exactly. already it's a process. There's mm. there's probably something within, attitude with, within them. Mm. Yeah that they really don't have a choice mm, because mm, they're just not really cut mm, out for mm, anything else mm, or life just wouldn't be mm, really mm, very pleasurable mm, if they didn't do it. Well, there's only about but, 3% of people make money out of music, mm, DJing and, mm, and professional football. Mm, like it's, it's a hard, it's a, that's why not many people make it. Mm, small, that's small percentage. Mm. But just to jump across to some other stuff for a couple of minutes. So let's talk about song composition for mm-hmm, a moment. Mm-hmm. So... Um, obviously things come in different forms mm-hmm. in different forms of inspiration in different moments yeah. but what do you find that you do you find that you need to come up with a beat or a groove or is there a is there a narrative in your head that you or a melody where, where does yeah. it start for you and, and do you try and write mm. a chorus first how, how do you evolve that's what usually happens I try and write a chorus yeah. and I sing a song around it because I know Shadow Noel he's had a few hits and to write a hit song is not easy is it yeah no. So when I first started writing poetry in the early days when I was young, it was just mumble jumble, blah, blah, blah. No, no direction. Just, just, just to be honest with you, just getting out a negative emotion. Just you're writing. Still, you're, you're still young now, mate. Why do you almost writing, 59? Writing, writing, <laughs> writing lyrics, writing poetry. Yeah, I look 39 now, mate. I'm my honesty. You are, you're 58, mate. Black Den <laughs> Crack. Black, black Den Crack. I hope I'll be, yeah. be good. Once you get black, you don't get back. That's very true yeah. too. Um, I, I had to learn... The beautiful thing about my journey was I actually had to learn myself. So um, I started just writing poetry. And, and for those who don't know, most some do, some don't. Poetry is lyrics. So that, help, that helps your songwriting. The only difference within poetry and lyrics is poetry is just 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 uh, you know rhyming and just just yep. a page of lyrics, rhythmic patterns. Yeah, of, just just yeah. you know poems. And then once you turn it to like you know two or three verses and a chorus, then it's a song. All those little things I teach myself, but as I say this to everyone now, it wasn't just like that simple. I had to go through many obstacles to get there. So, to, to, so where I'm at now, you know, to have the title as a songwriter and a, and a co-producer, the reason why I'm a co-producer is because I had to deal with 
certain producers and certain people in the early days while I'm going through everything else, people ripping you off, people doing this, people doing that. And I'm yeah. like, and I would go into the studio and it wouldn't sound how I'd want it to sound. So I would pay thousands of dollars to have a finished product and it sound yeah. like shit. So I, and you know what, you know, the term goes, you know, no, 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 you know, no reason crying over spilt milk. I had to go back and go, okay, how am I going to make this sound how I want it to sound? So I spend, you spend many days, many hours. So the average person listens to music like a consumer. But when I, but I, when I listen to music, I listen to it like I'm, like I'm studying. Yeah, he's a bit like right. uh, Rusty Brown. So, so he's I, a bit of a yeah. professor. He's, he's, he's started eight million albums. Right, exactly. He's also a producer. He yeah. takes it very seriously. Yeah. So I got to songs. about 2004 yeah, and I was like, okay, by the time I got to 2004 from 99 when I first started writing, I was like, this, this is what I want to do. So I learned to compose verses and, yeah, right. and choruses and stuff by myself and that and, and layers and things like that and listen to other songs and other artists and going, the, the verse sounds like this and I learned how to put um, layers on the, on the rhyming words and then you put uh, two or three layers on, on the chorus because I'll, I'll hear a song and it'll be like, how come the, the chorus sounds more up and f- full of energy than the verse? And I realized, and no one taught me that, I realized because you have to put layers on. Right. So I did all that. So as the, as the years progressed, I was actually teaching myself these things from doing my homework and, and learning from certain songs and then from certain songs and asking a few people, you know, a few things here and there. And then as I progressed and I was doing that, that's how I was able to then realize, okay, I'm working on my craft. And and the beautiful thing about music and being an artist, and, and everyone says is that like, you never, you're never content. You never, you never satisfied. Like I've been doing this for 15 years, and the, the beautiful thing is I'm about to now in 2022 release new music, and it's better than it's ever been. And I'm and I'm figuring out melodies and harmonizing and blah blah blah. And, and it's a, it's a feeling that it's a feeling how if you want to compare it to sports is like when you reach a certain goal, playing kicking certain goals, play, playing the finals, kick, but you have your kick personal your 100, best. Mark 200, mark 100, 100, 100 kicks, 200 kicks, and you go, yeah. next season I'm going to do 200 kicks. Yeah. Because when you are a real artist or real or kick sports person, goals, you're not doing it for the fame. Of my, this is what you live to do. So you're never content. You're always pushing to keep going, keep going. And it's the yeah. same thing with the music where you're just like, it's, you're always you're, you're striving for that next thing. It's, it's in you. And I had that from a young age. So that's kind of this run with me and play with me like the whole time. And um, when do you think KO was a, your breakthrough song? I mean, you, th- you thought, I think I made it now. My, my breakthrough. Are you, ha- you happy with the sales and my good song? My, my breakthrough, the, the, the iconic moment for me was in 2012 when I, um, when I got Artist of the Year Award, Hip Hop yep. Artist of the Year Award in Canberra. 10 years First, ago. 10 years ago. 2012. Yep, had my yep. song on radio around Canberra, around, uh, on Royal FM around Australia. I won the award in, in Canberra. I, I got the. You You're know, doing the, the TV show? Um, that was 2012 and then from 2012 to 2017 I was dropping songs here and there working on my craft Yep. but keep in mind uh, what I'm trying to explain to people who are listening is that I'm doing all this first of all one by myself Yep. but I'm doing it from a, a town shout out to Canberra City from a place where it's even harder because it's very conservative and, and it's and really racist, and racist you said a bit racism well, over the um, years the cops it was younger overseas. but it's, it's conservative where it's like um, when you come from a conservative town People only support people who are already there. Yep. So for me, I already had this thing embedded in my brain where this is what I'm doing. I'll get there. I don't know when, but it's, it's happening. I can see it happening and it will happen. And I, it's, it's, it's almost more than a, a, it's a thought, but also a feeling. You just, you just know, right? Yep. So I kept on going. And as I'm, as I'm doing all that, people are respecting me and doing this and that. But then it's like, you just need that. There's, there's just something, right? So 
2018, out of the blue, like I got the opportunity to be on TV. I was on Channel 7 on, on All Together Now on a TV show as a top 100 yep. judge. That's right. You mentioned that a couple weeks ago. Great. 2018. That, that yep. And um, what that that done for me, it was it. it increased it, your profile. It, 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 it increased of my course. profile because as a, and keep in mind though, these these accolades, these these are uh, titles. You got Channel Seven. You got all these things, Arias. But this is all from an independent artist, yeah. not signed, no agent. Literally, that's, literally, like nobody helping me. That's so, a big thing, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like mm. independent, yeah, like literally, literally, nobody helping yeah. me, right? No it's, one, like, right? it's like driving a Bathurst independent team. Mm. They got no yeah. yeah, they use their own money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, the blessing for me, I mean, look, I, the blessing for me was um, I. I came to the music industry in 2004 when there was no social media. So I yeah. was doing the hard yards. I was I mean, pressing man. CDs. I was selling CDs. I was doing CDs, posting CDs. So as social media, and because you're... Yeah, I know, man. Because I played in the 80s. Yeah, so exactly. Like 82, 83. And what it comes down to is that when it's already in you as a hustler, as a, as a, as a someone who likes to, you know, to grind, when these things come into place like social media and Facebook and Instagram, MySpace, when I first started, it just makes it easier. You already, as a person, you've already got that. You already got that mentality. The tools in front of you. Yeah. And then when these things come into place as the years goes on, it's like this is my playground. This is this is easier. And now some of the artists got a bit of leg up because now there's Australian Idol. Exactly. And the voice. And people would say to it's me, like manufactured exactly manufactured um, stars. Exactly. And you know a funny story. Isn't it? People would say to me over the years in Canberra, like, Ko, you need to go on Australian Idol. You need to go on that. And I'd say, yeah, maybe you don't want to. I'd say, I'm a rapper. Yeah. I'm not a singer. The, that's a different avenue that I wouldn't, it's not for me. I yeah. wouldn't, I have to be a singer. And and most importantly, my, I wouldn't say ego, but my confidence within myself was that strong. I was like, I don't need that show. I don't need to go on a TV show to get big. to, 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 to yeah. prove myself to, to, to judges that I'm worthy. A lot of, people, to, lot, lot of those people washed up in two years. That's the trouble with their manufacture. Them facts, years. right? Facts. Spit them out. Right. You're so right ca- the, ca- and you're, ca- you're about the music. They want to write, not your own. The own you, the own you, right? Yeah. So, just I just I want to jump back a little bit to the composition side of things because I think that's yeah. an interesting. Yeah. On how just, I do to, it, just to get inside mm-hmm. the you know the mind of the process. Okay. Yeah. So you know, obviously we we've talked about the fact that the songwriting started from a point of poetry mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that's something that you can just use pure mm-hmm. expression. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I had a similar thing as a kid. Yeah, it's easy music. I mean, music, but both oh, been in bands. So when, sure, when you know the background's good, isn't it? It's when when you don't have th- that musical mm. instrument mm-hmm. or Influence. you know that around yeah, you, yeah. well, you've got words, but mm. then, but then to turn that into like a beat or a groove, mm-hmm. and then to build those layers to have, mm-hmm. you know, to start implementing, you know, the keys and melodies and mm-hmm. and those kinds of timbers and tones. Mm-hmm. So what in terms of constructing the song, where does it where does it start? And okay. Where does it go? How okay. do you take it on mm-hmm. its journey? So when I first started putting songs together, what I used to do was I used to actually just write the lyrics. I used to write the songs. I used to write the, the, the tracks first. Did yeah. you have a melody in your head? I had a, I had a melody or in my head. Or was it more a percussive thing oh, or a probably, rhythm? Probably probably both. I had a melody, I had a had a, had melody, a, had a, a chorus. Yeah, yeah a bit of, you know, I had something in my brain. I had yep. I had some kind of level of uh, creation and thought. So what I used to do is I used to have the lyrics first and have the songs there. Then I would then find the, the instrumentals from certain producers and then find them and then and so forth. But as I got older and I, and I learned more, what I learned was, and I'm doing that now, is that to find the instrumental first, you find the beat. See if you draw inspiration from that. And once you find the that. instrumental, the actual lyrics then come easier. Yep. But don't get me wrong, that's how I work now. But still, 
now and then in my phone, I've still got in, in the notepad section, I've still got like lyrics that I'll just, because at the end of the day, when you're an artist and you're a creator, you can't control when things are going to come in your head. Yeah. But it's important to then at least note it somewhere because um, I've got lyrics in my phone from a year ago or two years ago, but I haven't used it, but I, I potentially may use. Yep. Um, so that comes in that form as well. But then also I learned from, I learned from over the years from, you know, self-taught that when you find the beat first, you find the, the, the instrumental, that that comes even quicker like, I mean, I can find, I can be at home and find an instrumental and I can write half a song in a night. Yep. Or I can write, you know. So where, yeah. where, where are you finding these these instrumentals? Uh, previous pre- uh, producers, previous, I'm reaching out to people, I'm talking to people, they're sending me stuff. So you reach out and say, hey, you got any grooves or any any, yeah. any melodies yeah. or something that yeah. you can throw my way? Yeah, exactly. I'll- Send me some stuff, you know, and, and I've been good with that in regards to networking. This is where it goes back to the whole, it's bigger than being an artist. You can have the skill and all that kind of stuff, but you have to be able to have the... um the skill to network and reach out to people and have the confidence just to, to reach out to people. That's yep. the biggest thing I will sell on these platforms is that you have to not be scared of rejection and being told no or being yeah. this and that. Cause a lot of people have fear of um, rejection. rejection. And well, I mean, you can't just sit back with talent and wait for something to happen. You can't, you can't. No one, no, there's no, there's no mechanism out there. It doesn't exist. That basically finds mm, you. doesn't exist. You've got to go and put yourself in exactly. front of everyone, right? And the sad thing to say in the reality is a lot, of, a lot of those people who conduct themselves in that way, it just shows that they're not actually doing it for the same reason why, let's say, me or someone else who makes it does because when you have it within you and that's that passion, regardless of what happens in your life, you're going to figure it out. You, you work it out, right? Look, I, I have known some people that have been immensely talented mm that have no concept of how to do anything with mm. it except mm. yeah, project it. Mm. Yeah. And that and mm. that that also is something that kind of makes sense, you know. I mm. think that for some people some, you people, know, some people are wasted talent, aren't they? Yeah, they've been so yeah. so much mm. talent has been appropriated mm. to them that it's almost it makes sense that, that it would be unfair to give them mm. great marketing skills exactly. as well. Yeah. And sometimes it comes from laziness. I had a, I had a girl it's just... true, yeah. I had a girl just, just a couple of days ago message me on Instagram. She's from the UK. And she goes to me, are you a producer? I go, no, I'm not. I'm this and that. She goes, oh, can you get beats? And I said to her, you're in the UK. You messaged me on Instagram. There's thousands of producers in the UK. Like, it's simple things like that. Yep. And it baffles me because it's like... But then what makes me, what makes me realize is that my trainer thought obviously isn't the same as these other people. And this is why I am where I am. It, it kind of reminds yeah. you on why you are where you are when you work with other people who are not as educated in that kind of form. You know, it's like for someone to message you from the UK and say, I'm, a, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Can you get me beats? And I'm like, well... Well, she's in a market that's 15 times bigger than yours. To be honest, yeah. you're in the UK, you've got a better chance than fucking me. Yeah, because UK is let's be honest, UK is a it's it's it's, it's you know I mean there's thousands of di- I, was level, no, right? I was on neighbours in in um, UK right and that show just yeah. cancelled yeah I lost my royalty check of two hundred thirty dollars a month now <laughs> that, that show's been yeah. forty years it, yeah. it'll be in syndication won't it yeah I hope so yeah surely so I can't believe I lost, I lost my royalty check of two hundred forty dollars <laughs> so, yeah. she obviously respected your sound and what you're doing yeah yeah yeah. So like when these people reach out to me, I'm always, I mean, and this is the other thing. It's like, I've always been a person where I'm on my, I'm on my journey. I'm doing what I'm doing. Me helping somebody else isn't going to jeopardize what I'm doing. Cause I'm on my, it's going to happen regardless. So I've always been a humble person where I'm always, if you reach out to me, I'll reply. I'll give you whatever. It's not, like, that's, not, what, that's, a, what, that's what I do too. It's nice to I, be, got, I have none to lose. It's because, nice to be approachable. And you know why I do that is because when I started doing this whole, this whole music thing back in the day, it was at a time when hip hop was still 
what it is and I was literally by myself and I'm still by myself. So if you, if you had to identify like a single artist where you you say they've kind of blazed a trail that that not that you're copying it completely mm. but your 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 train's kind of on those mm. tracks. I mean who who would that be? Oh, you like him take, take your pick. If you asked me this question 10 years ago, I mean I Back in the day when I first, you know, if you want to go back like 15, 20 years ago when I was doing the music stuff, you look at your typical YouTube arcs, your Snoop Dogs and all that kind of stuff. But music is so, it's so entrenched now. There's so many artists that I look up to. What I would say, the answer is I am motivated by the culture. I am. The culture of music and hip hop on how I look at that. So still to this day, I still look at America because let's be honest, the American culture and Australian music culture is two different things. And the hustle that they, the way they do, that's how I've always do you like prided hip-hop, myself. Do you like hip-hop, hip-hop the best and then rap the second? No, hip-hop or and R&B, like, I, like a, a everything. I listen to everything and, yeah. and, I, and, and I've actually... And the funny thing is, before I could even put two, two rap words together, before, you know, when I, was in, when, I, when I was a kid growing up, the music that I was um, uh, inspired by was rock and all that kind of stuff. It was everything because... Um, a true artist, I believe, you don't box yourself in a certain corner, and and yeah, and it's it's not it's just, just one genre. Yeah, it's 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 universal, you know. It's a bit, it's, bit it's, of everything. It's it's you know, it's a bit of everything. Did you so, like Eminem when he came out? One hundred percent. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah. he's a bit of a genius, wasn't he? Dude, he's he's, he was he's the first white rapper, wasn't he? Really? Yeah, and let's be honest, like you know, the African American culture. Um, not to speak out of school with African American culture, because sometimes when you do, they get a bit like you know, who are you to talk about? What yeah. you don't understand, but the reality is he was out of the vortex, wasn't he? He was he was he was a white guy. He was hated rapper, on, he? but the but the reality is he's one of the best rappers of all fucking time. Yeah, because I understand. Remember those words, and he's, he writes you know? those songs too. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. he's he's fucking. He's an incredible like, talent, and it really is. But where yeah. that comes from, and this is in relation to where I got my inspiration from, great is memory, like, great memory. Too. A lot, a lot of these. Um, <laughs> Remember those lines. Yeah, fuck. a lot of these artists. It comes from a place of pain. It comes yeah. from a place of mental He's turmoil. He's with his wife. Right? And kids it comes and, from a mental pain. Yeah. And and if you look at the generation of artists now, who I listen to now, my a lot of my favorite artists I listen to have been they've been shot, they've been to jail. Like it's, yeah. it's a different. It's Hard a lifestyle. Life. Hard survival. Hard in the Bronx, Indiana. So take your pick, L.A., Indiana. Bronx, Atlanta, everywhere. Right. So. Yeah, Not, and he wrote songs. He hit songs about his ex-wife, and now with all the pain, mm, mm, see his kid. Mm. I guarantee. I put. I put this on my life. Someone Living like trailer. Someone, Tony. someone like yep. Eminem. If he didn't have music, if that never happened, he would have ended up killing himself. Yeah, he was deadly depressed, wasn't he? Depre- depressed. So you know, and I that's saw, how I saw, I saw the movie yeah. on his life. It was fantastic. Mm, Living in a trailer. Yeah, like he's been through some fucked up shit, right? Yeah, and. He's had to go through that to have that music come out how it is. Yeah, and that's what I think. I think people do appreciate that, but some people, a lot of people don't. Yeah. You have to appreciate where it comes from. And when you have that, like, you've got nothing to lose, you've come from this, you come from that, you have none to lose, but yeah. that, that's your only option, right? I, and, think um, I think when you mix that talent, that creativity mm. also with a um, with those sort of primal survival mm. instincts, mm. that uh, that's where real magic's... Mm. Mm. You know, possible. Yeah. So with me, like you know, obviously I haven't lived a life like that over there. It hasn't been that hectic. My life was was it is what it is. But um, I can definitely say that part of my upbringing, some of the things I went through, to break it down, to keep it simple. If I if I didn't have the music come into my life at fifteen to keep me um to keep me distracted to write poetry, being the kid that I had gone through, what I had gone through being angry, being pissed off from going through this, I would have definitely ended up. Wrong side of the doing some fucked up wrong shit. Wrong side of the tracks, you know, and and the law. and you know, hundred percent, and um and because of that, 
I've conducted my, I always conducted myself in a different way of this is my path. I have to respect why I've, why I've got this opportunity to do it and, and keep it going. Yep. You know, I've had many artists over the years when I was growing up in Canberra reach out to me. Hey, man, I had, an, I had an artist that reached out to me. And like I said to you before, people reach out to me, I'll write back. And I had an artist reach out to me and go, hey, man, like, I see you doing this, you're doing that, you're doing all this stuff, can you help me out? And I'm like, yeah, no worries. And I'm, I'm that kind of person where I'd go, I'll, I'm, I'm willing to help you because nobody helped me. I I'm I can see myself in you yeah, where, I, mean, yeah. where I was when, when you know what I mean and and you meet these artists and they're like yeah I want to work with you you like, you like give back a bit and and I do all the work I I find the beat I find the production I'm willing to pay for the studio time and then like uh, with this particular artist like two months later I'm like hey have you finished a song and he's like his exact words were oh oh I forgot oh, can can you remind me blah blah I'm thinking some bit of lazy bricks eh it's it's people like the idea. Of but where they, don't they like want to get to, work, but they don't like to get. To, they don't like to get yeah. from B, C, and That's D. That's happened to me over the last twenty years too. Do you know what I mean? They, they love the finished product, but they want to put the work in. I've, 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 um, as an independent artist, do anything by myself. I've, I finance everything. Yeah, I, no. I, I, yeah. I figured out that I may put in 10, 20 grand to a certain thing, not expecting anything to come out of it. I'm not even expecting anything, anything yeah. to come out of it. You just I'm, hope. You I'm just doing hope. it. Because you, there's no price in investing in a craft that may potentially become something bigger than what that financial yep. gain is later on. And that came back from when I was doing, you know, if I, if I didn't spend thousands of dollars, you know, in my young times doing all these things, right, I wouldn't have got the award in 2012. I yep. wouldn't have, um, and how I got on TV with the Channel 7 thing was, when I got the, when I got the phone call, the, the producer had gone through everything that I had done from the last 10 years. And that really fucking spooked me. I was like, it dawned on me. I was like, I was like, because when you're doing it all by yourself, you think no one's, it's, it's all, because really the reality is it's you. you. No, you it's just no, you. You think no one's watching. No yeah. one's watching. It's just you with your own fucking dreams. Yeah, no, you're man. doing your own thing, right? And you have sleepless nights going, am I wasting my time? Because you're getting haters. you got your fucking family and friends that don't fucking spoil you. Well, generally the haters are the only one you hear from. True, right? Especially <laughs> in Australia. It's all publicity drama. But my blessing was this, right? Ready for this? Because of, um, and I say, take away the music, take away, take, just, just concentrate on me as a person. I was always the kind of person where the term was, we can swear on here. I was like, I just didn't give a fuck. The more I would get hate, I'd be like, how I would then um, program that was, if you don't know me personally, if I haven't done anything to you on a personal level, like you don't know me, yep. you're doing it because you're jealous of what I'm doing. Oh, yeah, there's, and plenty all, of, there's plenty of haters. Don't and worry. all they're doing is for me. I've had a few of those. Had a journey turning. Keep on going. Hit up plenty too because right. the racist card too. True, right? And a lot of people, when that happens to them, yep. it's too much. Yeah. So they give up because it can't handle the pressure. Yeah. But this is, this is the punchline, ready? Because of what I'd gone through growing up with all the other stuff, the music is easy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I've always been like, I'm not trying to be like a hard person shit, or so forth. It's hard, isn't it? 100%. Because I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Take away the music. Let's look at life. Take away the fucking music. If you have a problem with me or I blah, blah, we, mean, can, yeah. we, can, we can do whatever you want to do. But. I'm were gonna, you, were gonna, you, well, Kay, I must take your hat off to you because you impressed my missus and she's said, let's get Kay on the show. He's fantastic. And <laughs> yeah. He's a friend of Kim Kardashian. Yeah. So I said, he goes, he's, he's worldwide, Kay. Mm. And she wanted to get you around. That's how mm. I met you. And, I, and, on, I've, and I've come from, and, and, and the beautiful thing is I've come from yeah. Canberra. Yeah, yeah, correct. I've come my, from my, a my, small my, town. I was born there. Yeah. So I've, I've come from Canberra. I've done footy shows there. So, well, I think the moral of the story today is that, you know, that if you are chasing a dream that you know you're going to face adversity mm. and oh, yeah. you know people say failure isn't an option but the thing is failure is an option in fact it's it is an option it's yeah. y- it's your easiest one to find it's like my tattoo second is mm. an option and but you, you got to believe in yourself 
for every or you will quit. For every for every time for every time I've been told no, for every hundred times I was told no. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Or you get the one yes. All you need is the one yes. You're gonna get no's. And even people who are uh, who are making it now, who are doing big things, they still get told no. Yeah, Life no. isn't about you know cookies re- and cream. Re- it's not perfect, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah re- look, rejections, re- rejections, a massive part yeah, of it. Well, well, biggest bands have rejection for mm. fifteen years. So you know, like mm. um, you two, mm. they think it's all on the plate. Mm. But I don't see it thirty years getting mm. there. No, and you, you know, know the like, other like thing Queen, too like is Queen, that like Queen too, that they went, they went mm. number one. They did. Mm. Yep, they had a lot of rejection. Mm. They did. And look, the the thing is, is that if you want to, if you want to think about a way that you can view rejection in terms of how does it help you. Is it? It's actually your ability to overcome it mm. that I'm determines sure, your ability to succeed. Mm. So it the does, more yeah. mm. the more you interact with rejection mm. throughout your career, mm. the better you get at handling it. Mm. So just each time mm. somebody gets pushed back, mm. or you get told no, mm. or it doesn't work, mm. it does, yeah. that's just mm. one more gear mm. that you're just grinding Pushing through forward. to get there. Exactly. But look, Ko, you're going to be you're going to be coming back. Doing a series of chats with us over the course of 2022. He's part of the show now. Yeah. He's a big part of the show. We we Appreciate love it. you. We love your story, and you know we want you to keep coming back and talking about your journey and mm-hmm. hopefully inspiring people that are out there. Inspire for your songwriters. Keep pushing. Yeah. Keep pushing. Uh, keep yeah. pushing. Whatever you're doing, doesn't matter the genre. It can be whatever you're doing. Just keep pushing. You're always gonna have haters within. Yeah. That whatever you're doing, you just fuck them. Just keep keep pushing. Yeah. That's uh that that's good. That's we. It. At the TWIS podcast, we normally say up your ass, can't yeah, you? Up your ass, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, There's always 5% to hate you. Yeah. They, they hate do good as in Australia. They're <laughs> jealous mm, bricks. Mm. To all 100%. 100%. And can I say one thing? Of course. Most, most people that, that hate on you, that project, they, they reach out to you and talk to you, is because all they're doing is projecting within themselves how they feel about themselves. Keyboard warriors. They see something yeah. within you that they can't do. And it affects them. It grinds them. It really, it really, it, and 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 because they're not educated in the way they should react. Like I've had people who would hate on me, right? If they'd actually just reached out to me, wanted to work with me, you'd probably like them. It'd be fucking fine. We work together, yeah. but but they're so uneducated on what life's about in regards to. Don't hate on someone who's doing what, where you want to be. Correct. Ask them. Talk to them. But because the ego kicks, you know, oh, fuck this guy, blah blah, blah and they yeah. hate, and it's like it's sad. But I, mean, I I figured that out a long time ago. I'm like, well. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna get to point B. You're, you're pretty much done because that behavior and attitude then projects into. And sometimes you can't you please all people all the time. Just some of people, some of the time. And exactly. look, you know, the, the truth is, mm. is yeah. that you know, through life, it, it's it's all about mm. reinventing in cycles. Mm. You know, just mm. when you think everything's fucking set, and now you're finally you, you're where you want to be mm. as a person. Yeah, no, mate. That's when maybe you know the wheels come mm. off again. Mm. So you can you write know, number one hit worldwide. In three months, mm. you yeah, certainly you could. Mm. But and can I say this? So, so you could do a sweet, sweet mafia. It, 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 it doesn't. It doesn't stop there though. Even imagine living, going through a, a journey where you're going through all this hate. You're trying to just find yourself. You're, you're being humble. You're like you're, you believe in yourself. You're doing all this stuff. And then once you even get there, it doesn't stop because you get more haters. It's, yeah, it no. doesn't stop. So you have to. You have to if figure you get bigger, out you get more haters too. You get like more Kanye, haters. Kanye West. Yeah. It's, it doesn't stop. Yeah. It don't, you don't get to a certain point and be like, oh, everyone's going to love me. It's no, never, it's, nah. It actually gets worse because now everyone knows you more. So then, therefore, you have more keyboard warriors like, like, like this guy. Yeah, look, exactly, I mean, the, you know the, the, I guess the, the, the fact yeah. is is that mm. 
the the journey is ongoing. You know, if you if you want to keep moving forward, you got to keep grinding. Keep grinding. The success levels mm. might change. You mm. know, you might be top mm. of the world one day, mm. bottom of it the next. Mm. But you know, yeah, if you're going to keep moving yeah, forward, stay on the journey. You got to keep come back and play it here. It's on the works. Yeah. So, Ko, tell people what your socials are, mate. Instagram, Ko Marvelous, Ko underscore Marvelous. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, all my tracks on all 30 digital downloads and streaming sites everywhere. Your favorite artist, I'll be on there. Just Google my name on whatever you use to download music. I'm on there. So, yeah, let's get it. Can you book there for DJ appearances like myself? If you guys want to MC, a host, you want to collaborate, whatever, let's do it. Fantastic. Here to work. Let's go. Thanks, mate. Thanks for coming in, KO. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next week. What about next week, mate? Who's on? That's a, it's a big surprise. Yeah, we'll share that with you in a couple of days. We've got Carly, Jewel, and Adrian coming in to debut a brand new single. Beauty, it's going to be great. Thanks for listening, guys. You've been fantastic. Thanks, Kayo.